What about my sweat equity? Woo! Whoa, sweat equity. Party time! Sweat, 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 sweat equity. My sweat equity. My, my, my sweat equity. Woo! Nature boy! Sometimes, sometimes you got to get your yourself fired up with some Ric Flair woos to yourself. I'll take that over a hottie toddy any day. I do both. No, mix not it, today. Mix them together. Not today. Get a little chocolate. Don't. Get a little peanut butter. That's yeah. how you get some Reese's. Ah, oh, <laughs> it's better every did, time. Did that writer hit you up? Did we ever tag him? Uh, no, because I called their podcast the wrong name. <laughs> <laughs> So I called it the Fantasy Focus Baseball, and that's the ESPN one, and there's his Fantasy Baseball today. Now I'll just send him this clip, I guess. Fantasy Baseball me correcting today. It. Ooh. Is this ESPN? No, this CBS. CBS, yeah. Yeah, I mean, look, they had to go generic on the name. Right. So that's that's not really on you. So much, you yeah, know. It's I could have got it right. Not that hard. I'm trying to be the. I'm trying to be the mom. So stupid. That doesn't idiot. The kid that doesn't do anything wrong. <laughs> idiot. Yeah, that's their fault. That's their they fault. They shouldn't have named it that. I don't know why <laughs> they name it that. Uh, behind the glass, we got John Paul, Champagneac picture. Right. Oh, wow. <laughs> Fastest reaction time ever. I think. Yeah. And that's all I'm we get out that of them. One. That's all we With get. My five second delay. I think you're mad at me. Are you mad at me? Y'all just went Not on at a, all. Y'all just went on a road trip to road do some trip. commercials or something. I don't. I don't know, but it was something in South Florida to where you went to the wrong place. Right. It was a. It was a commercial shoot that <laughs> was in West Palm Beach. <laughs> Drive to West Palm Beach. Find out the commercial shoot is not in West Palm Beach. It's in Estero. Fort, which is like Fort Myers, which is, if you're not familiar with the geography of Florida, on the other side of the state. It's a good two, two and a half hours. Two and a half hours solid in the worst rain ever. Cross Alligator Alley. That was cool. Alligator Alley, for those that don't know, is like you go across the bottom of the state. Uh, it's literally like Everglades. one decent stop in the middle. Yeah. It's through the Everglades, through what you would think. Florida man lives in probably right, right. Uh, if the he, if he was an amalgam of one guy mm -hmm. there was uh, only like four exits right right it, they're all creepy yep, yep there's yep. one that's less creepier than the other three but what uh, about the gas station mall yeah yeah that's what I'm talking about that's that's the one like you can get pecans or something like that uh, I think you're confusing that with the turnpike John Paul that was on the way down to West Palm uh, those I think uh, don't exist on Alligator Alley. So for those outside the area, the scariness of Florida to a lot of people, just up the ante, if you go through the Everglades, if you pop a tire on Alligator Alley, that fucking sucks. Yeah. And uh, then we're right in the middle of like a storm could come every 20 minutes. Dude, kind of it weather. Was, yeah. Oh, it was. It was uh, It was not good weather either. You know, we had fun though. Couldn't do it with anybody else. there was else. nothing more Florida than a gas station mall. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's incredible. Well, I mean, where are you going to get shorts? Where are you going to get right? You know, Chargers, your groceries. You know, drapes. Your, your whatever you need. Your, your, your drapes for your semi. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, there's no IKEA out there in Muck City, as they call it. Is <laughs> they? Yeah, it's where a bunch of athletes come out of because they they run and grab uh, rodents in the sugarcane fields. There's a great book called Muck City. Okay. Yeah. Look it up. Um, a, a, like a bunch of running backs and defensive backs come out of that area because they're so agile. 
It's really interesting. Oh, yeah, that sounds made up, though. But, like, you have a computer in front of you? Buck City? I don't like to look it up. So you got Miami right there that produces a lot of talent already, but then you have this weird, like, people would confuse it from outside the area. Buck City's, like, an hour and a half inland, right? Right in the middle where that grocery store gas station flying flying J wannabe, you know, like trucker said, showers. Sure, I don't know. You could be making all this up. Well, Muck uh, City. There's a bunch of Auburn guys. That's how I know they started getting drafted or uh, recruited out of there um, oh. when Gene Chizik was the coach. Yeah, little fun fact. Anyway, they uh, they catch rodents. That's how they're fast. They work <laughs> on that side to side speed. Wow, I mean, it's not genetic, right? It's the city they're living in. No, it's part. It's part of it. It. I would say there is. Yeah, speed's an interesting thing. I think about that in relation to a lot of uh, skills you have in business. Like, oh, Mr. Transition over yeah, here. Holy yeah. shit. Someone calls me Mr. Transition. I just want to do some business stuff. So, but I think about like, all right, speed is one of those things like you can work on, but you can't like sprinting, right? There's absolutely a ceiling. You get marginally better, right? Uh, but you're not going to increase your speed so, 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 so much. You can't work out to be Usain Bolt. Right. No matter how much you work out. Does not matter. Now you can shave, like when I did track in high school, I could shave off, you know, a couple of tents here and there. Sure. Uh, working on the starting, working, just working at it and just stretching and doing all these things that I needed to do. Um, but it's what I think about speed a lot in the sense that like, all right, uh, just like kind of those natural abilities of a lot of people in business, right? Yeah. I get to be Keanu. Yeah. <laughs> what does that mean? Oh, I'm talking about. Just regular speed. Oh, speed two, cruise control. He's not in cruise. He's not in speed two. <laughs> I was. Please. I was. In, I was. In, I was speed like, two. I was like speed. Were you talking Matrix? <laughs> Wait, shit. Uh, Come on, man. My my I'd thing love was to like derail you. If so no, good. if there's if there's if you're good at doing hardcore sales, hardcore sales. Uh, <laughs> if you're good at doing like, um, you know that uh, sales kind of hunting over sales farming. Kind of thing. Ooh, explain what you're talking about a little bit more. We're more farmers. There's a lot of people in service businesses uh, that not retail service, but professional services businesses. You're usually an account uh, farmer. It was on that that uh, Asher Strategies personality test we took. Uh huh. We're more farmers. We like to build relationships with people. We're not a burn and churn. Gotcha. So the other side of that is we had your buddy in the other day who's a. a he didn't come on the show, but he was here hanging out and just like, that guy's an awesome salesman. Yeah. Right? Ryan Laura, love you, buddy. Right. Great salesman. And that's, that's, you need to buy an Audi. That's Go to a him. muscle that we don't really have naturally. Yeah. Some people naturally have it. It's such a weird thing to be able to do it good and not feel like you're getting sold. Right. Like he makes it like, like he's a great guy. He's so affable and like, I do want to buy a car from him. You know, it's like, Politicians are good at that. College yeah. football coaches. Right. Let's think about that. Yep. Because um, there, there's now there's a degree of like your buddy's cool. I like him. I get a good vibe out of him. There's there's the salespeople where you're like this guy will sell whatever. Uh huh. And I don't like those guys. Yeah. Like give me Lord. anything, I'll sell it. And you're like, Ugh. I know. Great. Why? Because then it's just more of a power game. Yeah. Like it's just sell like... you this pen kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm just going to boss hog my way to sales. Which I heard's made up. That wasn't even the Wolf of Wall Street part. Jordan, what? Jordan Belfort didn't do that. Sell you this pen. It was just made up on the spot oh, in the movie. Yeah. That was the dumbest part of that movie. 
I, I mean, I kind of like it and I kind of hate it at the same time. That's how I feel about the whole movie. But because um, you're kind of like, it's kind of like Entourage where you're, you're praising these guys that fucked over a lot of people. Yeah, exactly. And Entourage was the biggest waste of a TV show. Is I thought it was like porn for dudes. It is. It's like Sex in the City for dudes. Yeah, basically. that's a good good call. Um, because every that's like every guy's wet dream is to be the uh, the, was Adrian Grenier or whatever yeah. that is. Every episode ends with things working out. They're drinking <laughs> right. beers on top of the mountain. Oh man, that was a close one. Right. Like, oh, and there's four I guys. I think you were gonna get it. I, I never understood the people that love that show. And I go, could you ever hang out with those guys? And they're like. Oh, you know what? I, I don't think so. I was like, Oh, I want to punch all of them. Right. Why why do you like this? Yeah. Um Turtle's funny. I was like, No, mm. no, he's not. He's funny by by proximity. Yeah. Because the other three guys are not that funny. They would be funny if you saw them at a bar and made fun of them. Right. And That's when he was fatter funny. and they made fun of him for being fat. Yeah. Then you don't he think was drama's like, funny? No, not really. It's just a one it, it's funny. If you don't see it every episode, but it's the same, he's plucking the same string every time. Yeah. So it's like, okay. He's the older brother who gets picked on like a younger brother. Cool. <laughs> right. And freaks out over nothing. <laughs> but it's not, a perspe- it's, not, it's not a perspective. It's just anger, right? Yeah. Whereas not, like, he oh, just Will Fer- looks funny. No, for sure. But I, that's Will, why the, I like him. The difference between him and like Will Ferrell doing a- anger is like, there's a weird depth to some of those characters that are angry in a weird way, right? Uh, that you don't really see on the on the you know surface. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry to derail again. Wait, so what? How? Anything? Did we learn anything? Exit brief me on on video commercial. Doing yeah, commercials. We need to be more thorough on locations. By the way, this is what everybody should do on a project. Any project. You got to do an exit brief, even if it's by yourself. Yeah, definitely check your emails. Make sure the address is right. <clears throat> okay, check. Know, so put that in the pre checklist. I mean, other than that, everything went smoothly. Really, you know, we. Um, it wasn't our fault. Yeah, it wasn't our fault. Really, I don't. The think. client met us in the hotel lobby in West Palm. Yeah, I mean, that's true too. Why? What's the there word? was a another person up the ladder who um, did not communicate even to their own people. So. It wasn't like it was really anything. I guess we could have done. I I don't know. I, I really I'm not. I wasn't part of the uh, that that side of it. So we'll, well just about, trust. We'll blame them for y'all though. Like uh, working on this, is there anything you can improve? Did you get any ideas on like your process, your operations, and stuff? Well, I sure. Mean, I think being more involved in pre production is a must. Yeah, because I don't necessarily uh do pre-production if we don't charge you for it because that's going to be a couple extra days of doing stuff like scripting and planning and phone calls and stuff like that but they took care of all of that for us and at the end it was like we really need to have some control of that yeah well i mean you need approval or like you need to run through it for yourself it was really um the one thing we could have really I don't know, prepared. I don't know how much we could have prepared better, but like we had people reading lines that weren't actors, you know, that were going through and rough. rough. And we really need to figure out a streamlined way so that people can get in there and feel comfortable reading lines that are not reading them, but saying them in a way that sounds like they're not read, you know, because we were doing the thing like uh, teleprompter style where the the words were underneath the, the, the camera lens itself. And then it kind of acted like a crutch 
where it would be like, oh, I messed up a line. It's like, oh, I can't see that thing. It's like, well, you've read it 15 times right, now. You right. really can't it's remember. It's got to be like SNL cue cards. Where yeah. You, if you stare too long, they, people can tell you're reading them. Yeah, exactly. Christopher Walken style. <laughs> <laughs> well, so uh, that's just like any any project you work on, right? So this is actually good. I, I think this is important to go through an exit brief in real life, in a real life kind of situation you all just went through. Because what do we learn next time? All right. In the business development process, right? We're going to ask, all right, what is the creative? If there's humans involved in this creative, right? We're going to go, are they actors or are we doing amateurs? Yeah. Okay. Now we need to allot for that time. How many? And make a math out of it. If it's an actor, it's going to take us this long to do this scene. If it's someone off the street, it's going to take three times as long. You know, maybe long. I mean, it all depends, man. So I'm saying, like, People you pad fall. pad for eight times as long, the, right? Yeah. The interesting thing is that it's not like uh, you know somebody starts out trying to get these lines out and they get better. Yeah. They devolve to like they burn worse. Out. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like, oh god, I can't do this. Like, what am I even doing? Like every time you hear it, like in their voice, that they just want to be quitting right now. Like, just don't want to do it anymore. Like, you're not going to actually use this. And it's like. <laughs> No, you got to get this down, buddy. You got to make this happen or, you know, what are we going to do? So who was the, who, I've been on set with our friends of the program, JB Ball directing, and I've been with Damien Alpazar directing and, uh, what they're good at. And I'm not that great at, cause I get frustrated. Um, cause I'll try to plan this. I'll try to figure everything out beforehand. And I'm, I'm not externally frustrated. Like my face normally looks resting bitch face. Mm hmm. But I will get like, come on, man. We sent this ahead of time, like kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and you didn't even open the email. Mm -hmm. You had it. And mm -hmm. you go, oh, I had that email sitting right here with the script right. and everything. Um, what they were good at is they would get in the ear. Someone's got to be a good cop. Someone's got to be a bad cop. I kind of figured out on set. So someone has to be an asshole. Come on. We're, we got to go. We got to go. So I'd, I'd play that usually. But those two, when I worked with them, they would get in the ear and they go, hey, just calm down. Just look, relax. They would say something that they got their personality, the empathy enough of who they are. And uh, and would go, you know, just settle down, slow down, act like it's this because you told us you like this. So pretend it's like the hobby you like doing. Yeah, we tried, man. <laughs> it's just so like one of y'all had to do that. That doesn't help. It, it was just like. It makes it worse. They're really good. There's a way to do it that directors are. You you figure out these tricks. I've seen it a few times. Yeah, I mean that works sometimes, you know. But it's just but they're dealing you hit with a wall. Actors. Yeah, they're all yeah exactly. No, no, these are not actors. What I'm talking about when I'm when I'm my in my experience because I've always had amateurs or just people on the street. Yeah, no, I mean there's definitely a way to connect with somebody to get the point so that they can feel that calm and refocus. But um, sometimes it just like I said, it gets away from you, devolves into just like do one line at a time do this one line get right. that one down okay because right. it's hard to explain people literally their brain starts shutting down yeah no i like look, the anxiety does, kicks in mine does for sure because it's like this is it i don't want to be an actor so it's like if i have to do anything on screen sometimes it's really tough for me to like be like oh what the fuck is what's going on and then you're like what do i look like while i'm doing it yeah and then you you have people that you have to figure out perfectionist problem right they're trying to get it perfect, yeah. which actually makes you mess up more um, in a lot of ways. So maybe some kind of 
pep talk about uh, maybe it's like a you're stepping. This is not you doing this, reading these lines. Yeah, you're yeah. an actor right now. You be the actor. You know, uh, something to do with just like making it not them doing it, make them feel like oh, this won't reflect back on them personally or something. Uh, honestly, think, what, John Paul? what has helped in my experience is I ended up getting. I would make a run and go get booze for people that couldn't. Yeah, margaritas or something. Yep, that would have helped. The the only way to solve the problem. Y'all are doing is to make sure that commercial. they're ultra prepared. They have to be prepared. Yeah. They have to want to be they prepared. They have to study to... their lines. Yeah. And be ready. Yeah. It's true. I mean, it's it's if you know something by heart and like realistically we've not done something that if you're going to be on camera you couldn't learn by heart. That's the way to go cuz people are trying to hit these points and they're trying to nail it and it's just <laughs> like you're not WMBC. Yeah, exactly. It's like you're not. Who cares? Just you got to get these points across. It's kind of frustrating. Yeah. Uh, all right. So uh, outside of that part, so let's back it out. How can we get better? How can we continuously improve this process as it's evolving? Right. No. No professional service business. Just like just like video production, you're going to have more amateurs get in this area. So that part's never going to not be there. Double negative. Yeah. But you're always going to be dealing with amateurs. Just like, got to figure something out there on that psychological level at some point. But for now, what can you improve on to make it less frustrating outside of that part? It sounds like knowing the creative, the script, even if it's taken care of, right? That would help a lot. Because then you can go, okay, now I know the setup. Yeah. I mean, outside of that, like, he and I, we have it down pretty good. Like we work well together. Like it wasn't like a thing where you know we're getting pissed at each other for stuff. You know, we've got it kind of down where John Paul takes the lead and I just grip at what he needs. You know, so move this here what, to take away from it. And you could do this with any business, but for video, it's being involved in pre-production. We have to be highly involved in the creative process, the scripting and all of that because clients don't know how it works, but they don't want to pay for the pre-production. So the way you do that really is it's embedded in the cost. You can put it in there, but you don't have to put a line item that you're charging for it. Right. Because on big productions, you, kind of do. you should at a certain point you should, right. You should put that in the, but you're not owed them. When you do a proposal, you don't have to, itemize everything because all that's going to do is they're going to go through it and try to pick things apart to uh -huh. delete stuff and you're like I found that out the hard way I was like I want to I wanted to be transparent about everything we're doing and all that did it, yeah bogs down man it just it slows the process down and they want to question everything I get frustrated and I don't have a lot of patience for it because I'm moving quickly and so I found out that look here's our process here's the invoice or here's the estimate uh, we can go over it in the like kind of chunks, but I'm not going to go through I line item by line item where you're going to tell me my process on doing right, yeah. this, right? Yeah. That's a big part of it. You know, people just don't understand what goes into it. You know, it's like, what do you mean pre-production? You mean like, you know, getting your hotels and stuff? It's like, well. like plan. Yeah. People don't want to plan. It's not our natural, especially guys. Guys aren't good. We're not, it's not our natural thing for the most part to plan. I don't know. I, I, would say, I don't see it as a guy girl thing. Oh, I definitely do. You know, <laughs> sexist. I, yeah, this is this is a point for the women out there. Oh, yeah. Hashtag me too. Men's rights. 
Oh, you're. Is that why you're wearing the Andrew Did Yang? Did you come in? Yeah, my Andrew Yang swag. I got this because when he loses, it's going to be the funniest of the like you know Ross Perot '92 bumper stickers. Yang 2020, baby. Perot People was like, actually like a badass dude. I didn't realize. I read his. Oh, dude, obituary. he called all this stuff in '92. I just saw a thing about it. He, he like predicted everything that's going on. He rented TV time to like break it all down for everybody. Yeah, people talk about uh, Bernie kind of breaking in and being a third party. Is like Perot had the highest independent or third party, whatever. Uh, He got to that stage. You have to get a certain amount of uh, votes to get to the stage. Yes. Yeah, he was he was fucking awesome. Um, (laughs) And Danny Danny Carvey pretty much ruined him. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know. He was kind of a caricature of himself. It didn't. Can I finish? Yeah. Can I finish? Wait, wait, can I finish? Yeah. yeah. Um, that's a blast from 92. Yep. 96? Did you do 96 too? I don't remember. I remember 92. He did it twice. He, he ran twice. Oh. I've been to Texarkana, uh, Arkansas. The Texarkana, Arkansas, Texas. I can't remember which line. I think but he's from Texas, isn't it? The Perot Theater. I, want, oh. I was like, I want to play there one day. Um, but we performed in a bar. All right. Mm. Uh, anything else on the video production? Like, I always think, like, okay, what's the exit brief on it? Is there any like tools we can get or any a pre a pre ride out checklist? Do we have? I'm sure John Paul does this because he seems very meticulous with this kind of stuff. Like, you know, do we have enough extension cords? Do we have battery backups? Do we have batteries charged? Do we have check 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 check? Yeah, check all that stuff. Like, yeah, that stuff uh, he's got down. You know, we're renting cameras, um, renting a lot of stuff now. You have gaffers tape. Do you have like all those little things that you go? Yeah, you have to go run to Home Depot. Takes twenty minutes to get to a Home Depot. And yeah. get well, I mean, after, geez, how many years? Seven. How many years have you been doing it, John Paul? Six. Six. Six years. Yeah. Hope he's got it down. Yeah, but I mean, you'd be surprised. Like sometimes you take it easy on yourself. We talked about negotiating, you know, your own kind of systems and going. I don't want to get up early, right? And you're like, I, I deserve to sleep in a little bit. And you can negotiate yourself in a weird way with that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, something that we bring to the table is people fucking love us. Yes. Like, it doesn't matter if we're doing weddings or, you know, this corporate kind of video stuff. The clients love us. Yeah. And the people that are working with us love us. So that really is huge, I think. Because they're gonna keep I mean, I think that. it's. Have you not been clipping yourself when you're talking? <laughs> no, yeah, we're just watching him talk. <laughs> Yeah, it's true. If we're if you're honest with the people, man, and just kind of and you know we kind of do a ball busting, you know, routine like you and I do. Yeah, yeah. Um, that really it lets people kind of let their guard down for the most part because like, oh, these guys are giving it to each other; they're not coming after me for whatever reason. Right. But yeah, it's try to keep it deal. loose in a very, really a very meticulous kind of production. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, professionally loose. Hashtag professionally loose. <laughs> Ooh. Pro loose. Mm. <laughs> that's good. Uh, I, like I think it. that's something big that, and like directors, you know, people talk about how they're good to work with, and that takes them a long way. Yeah, who said that? I don't know who's <laughs> talking right now. Look, I did. Himself. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Good. It's so hard. To yeah, it's really hard. The delay and the camera angles. It's not that hard, guys. Bye. It's not that hard. I'm going to teach my daughter how to do it. Get rid of you. Um, Please. Anyway. <laughs> what about what about like uh, video dumping? Do y'all do it right there? The raw video, back it up? I all poop that stuff? before we leave usually. 
a raw dump? Yeah. Okay. I don't usually no, poop we're, uh, out and about. We actually only used a 128-gig card, and we didn't even fill it up. But we're filming with a camera that records to two SD cards at a time. Oh, nice. That's awesome. So it's like backed up already. Yeah. That that always would screw me on like trying to do a sketch. Yeah. Like seven years ago or more, like just like forgetting to do those little things. Yeah. We, like I said, yeah, we prepare over the top with it, you know, ready to go to in case that happens. Batteries out the ass. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm going over processes for Tokubaga and trying to go over all, you know, website development. Okay. Here's phase one, two, and three. Where can we get better at a lot of this? Where can I scale this a little bit better for myself? Uh, like the pre production stuff. Can I send a form of questions ahead of time that'll knock out a lot of like, oh, I don't know, I don't know my login for GoDaddy, right? So it's going to take another month until we repoint. Yeah, that and is. Then a we good, don't get paid on that. Yeah, there's a that's a good point for that. Yeah, Having if there's like something a, a that I could do different, it would be hiring lighting specialists. It's like, guys, okay, I'm here, I'm here. Okay, good. Oh, 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 it was oh, John Paul talking there the whole time. People good. that are listening to this don't care that they can't see hey, me talking. We're not this is our show. You don't you shut it. What's the and what's okay. the point no, of go having, ahead and talk. having the glass <laughs> if I can't see your face anyway? I There's know. three monitors. I know. He just did that too, to block his whole face. Well So uh you made me <laughs> fucking forget what you I was were talking saying. about <laughs> hiring lighting experts. Yeah, it's uh I would love to get a lighting crew. And then and we got to roll five hours the in the lights. car with those guys, stinky light guys. Yeah, you eat- I don't need a camera operator. I don't need sound guys. I, we can do that all ourselves, but lighting is different. Depending on the scope of the, the scene, obviously. But yeah, I mean, if you have a, I'm sure a more robust scene, if you're doing the good fellas walking in the kitchen into the Copacabana, that's yeah. going to take a couple guys on set. But yeah. For what y'all are doing, for the most part, direct to camera stuff. I'm guessing. Yeah, a lot. We're in control of a lot of you know the stuff. It's not like we're but you're not out doing in public. A, you're not doing a moving. It's scene. all about lighting. You don't need a dolly yeah, to make it look good. No, we don't. Um, and you probably can get whatever. Photography the... is the study of light. Really? Is it? Is that what it is? Yes, that makes sense. I mean, that's kind of the big difference between a lot of even just Instagram, like good Instagram photos. It's like how the light is hitting the person. It kind of judges the picture. For sure. Yeah. But you don't think about that. You think about framing and what's the content in the picture. It's incredible how how many people don't think of any of it. <laughs> well, you ever yeah. tell hand somebody your phone be like, hey, can you get a picture of this? And it's just like, what? The, what the? Why do you have nine feet of air above my head? And like you're missing my like what? You don't want Lots that. Lots of people don't even. You don't want the ceiling tiles. <laughs> Fine. Fine. Get pissed. Oh, well, at least do it good. God. Oh yeah, people don't like uh, photo or video criticism. Oh no. Like, hey, remember when you could uh, when you did video on your phone? If you turned it sideways, it'll give you the landscape. Right now, I think it's fixed or something. But uh, I, I don't know. I don't video as much anymore. Yeah, but, now uh, everybody's doing it. I should have done my ways. set last night. I was pissed I didn't. Um, oh, how'd that go? It went well. Felt felt good. Felt like putting on an old condom. Nice. You know? Clean it out while you stick clean it under it. the sink. Oh, yeah, clean it. Mm-hmm. Stick it in the sink. What'd you do, five right minutes? back on? Did seven minutes. Uh, went up at Dunedin Brewery. Had probably about 50, 60 people there. It's it's it, it's an open mic, but it's like a legit show, basically. 
Yeah, I um, still haven't been out there. It's good. It's just far, isn't it? How long did it take you to get there? I, I've made phone calls the whole way, so I, I have an accountability buddy. So that makes you go faster? Uh, I just didn't wasn't paying attention at the time. Oh. Um, I, I had to make a couple stops anyway. Mm-hmm. I made a stop on the way home, get groceries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Jay's Bar. Well, they were closed. Oh. oh it's Monday night. Ah. That's pretty cool to go to a open mic and get some real comics. Yeah, shout out to uh, John J. Murray, who's been on this podcast a few times. Um, he, he's he been doing that open mic for, I don't know, five years, but it it's known in this little enclave of Dunedin, which is near Clearwater, Florida, which it's like its own little neighborhood kind of thing. It's a really nice little kind of neighborhood over there. Yeah. Uh, you wouldn't think this is part of Clearwater-ish area. Um, yeah, well, they got a lot of little cities up there. That right. Kind of... Well, this is where a bunch of Irish people went. Hence really? Why it's called Dunedin. Um, is that an Irish word? I didn't. I think Dunedin. Uh... There's a Dunedin, Ireland. Right. Oh, no shit. I didn't know that. I don't know. So, like in Florida, there's a bunch of, and I'm sure this is like this. You know, like New York definitely had little pockets of where certain groups would go. Sure. Uh, Five pints. So in Tarpon Springs over here is a, a huge Greek contingency. That one I knew. Right. So like there's a bunch of those pockets kind of throughout the coast of Florida over here in the, the Gulf side. No kidding. Yeah. So, fun. That's fun. So um, that Dunedin's like a little neighborhood. Like they do like there's uh, like cute bars. It's not a lot of corporate stuff. It's like it's kind of like Americana. Kind of what you want. Yeah. No, but it's like really nice. It's not what you think of Florida, I think. Like yeah. what people think of Florida outside of that the was area. Alligator Alley. That's what people think of Florida, right? Right, Muck City. Yeah. But um, so this is a brewery that they've been doing this for five years or so, and every Monday night and consistent. And then it's just like now there's the sign up sheet had twenty five comics on it. I was like, whoa! Wow! <laughs> I was like, how, dude, how many that's legit? Crazy. Like, oh, I don't. I, I there's a whole new crop of people. I told them I'm like, uh, but I mean, legit funny. I didn't stay around. I, John can get me up and I can leave. Oh. Uh, so that's a little seniority kind of fun funness of doing it for oh. 10 years. But um, the thing of like, holy, there's 25 people on this list. I'm trying to like scan down it. I only know like five of them. Oh, that's weird. Yeah. And I feel like. It uh, used to be like, yeah, I know most of the comics in town. Pretty much. Not uh, no more. Well, they cycle through like uh, minor league ball, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like. Same pay. You know, there's going to be a big supply of, of players in the Dominicans. league. <laughs> Dominicans. Dominicans <laughs> that, that don't use toilet paper and <laughs> shit and throw it in the trash can. Yep. You know what I'm saying? That's good. Uh, but like, no, it felt good. It was uh, definitely one of those things I didn't write anything before I went. Smart. But how did, doesn't that stress you the fuck out? How it's you... a weird kind of stress where you kind of like it in a in a way because it's a challenge. It's kind of like this. Like I walked in, I was like, uh, "What are we going to talk about?" <laughs> Jesus, that yeah, I'm nervous for you. No, yeah. well, yeah, because you've done it before. Yeah, and I can't imagine <laughs> I going you up were there. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Good, I'm done. Hit a ball. Did I do it? I did it. Flash, asshole. Like my my little babies now are saying, "I did it." <laughs> Get off. That was like, me. I did it. I did it. I did it. I did it, guys. Count it. Yeah. Write uh, it down. You had funny jokes, but you ripped through them. Uh, that's all I can remember. That's like, what, 10 years ago? Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But that, well, worst case scenario, they have a bucket on stage that you can choose. Uh, and you go, bucket. Everybody goes, bucket. And you can choose. Uh, oh, that's out. fun. Yeah. So 
Everybody does it, or is it just like you do? Everybody usually does it at the end of their set. I was like, John, I might just go all bucket, and he's like, Yeah, whatever. If the bucket, bucket, bucket. No, he's like, If the bucket, if anybody could do that, you'll be fine. Like you can do it. And I was like, All right. So uh, I don't even remember what I only choose. I only took one out though. I started talking about. Um, I'll record the set. Maybe we'll play it. But uh, <laughs> you don't we, remember your bucket. I talked about my list. dick for a while. Um, right, right. Some chick tried to charge her phone near the stage, so it bugged <laughs> me. Like, like literally, I'm, but I'm talking to her. She's, she's on the like ground. walking up. It's not a big stage. It's like a big band set yeah. behind you. It's got drums on stage, so it's not a lot of room, and it's only probably six inches off the ground. <laughs> yeah. it's. I mean, it's a brewery. Yeah. And so uh, this chick, as I'm starting my set, like, comes and walks up to the stage from the first tables to my left. And I'm like, what is she doing? And so I'm trying to figure out what she's doing. And then she's plugging in her phone and trying to, trying to work it while it's plugged in, but it died. <laughs> but I kept talking to her and she kept, she did, she didn't know I was talking to her. Uh, totally zoned me out. So uh, I just kept, well, why would she it. listen to you? <laughs> I was like, why, you know, so that's why I kept talking to her. Talking, kept, blah, 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 blah. I was like, I, I think I said like, I wish I had that ability to check out like that. <laughs> There's just a guy bleeding. There's kids on here bleeding their heart out on stage. Right. And she's like, man, my bumble. What the fuck? <laughs> you should have waited till she plugged it in and then went back and sat down. And then you go unplug it. She, dude. Or she sat there and played on her phone. It was like plugged in. a good 20 seconds. She's sitting there trying to get it to work. I saw it. It was had that did big dead battery right. symbol on it. Yeah. And then she went back to her table with the dude sitting there. The dude is telling her, hey, that guy was like talking shit <laughs> to you. But he wasn't saying it in English. Who? Oh, really? And I was like, ooh, do I go deeper with them? <laughs> or do I, I don't want to, she doesn't seem very fun. So I kind of just moved on. Uh, that's good. Talked about my wiener. Uh, all right. Is that all? You want to talk about your wiener anymore? Um, you know, keep your leads data. If you're doing business development, that's the last thing. This is the pragmatic advice of the show. Uh, other than oh, right, right, right. work on your continuous improvement of your processes. Uh, leads data. So real quick, one thing that a lot of my clients, I try to really tell them to do, we were just talking about before the, the mics heated up, is uh, when you take leads data, meaning how did you find out about us? That question, right? It's not the end all be all. Know that it's not going to be 100% reliable. Okay? Yeah. Because people's memories are terrible. So if you put like Google ads in there, a lot of people don't know they click on Google ads. Some people do. Some, yeah. Most people don't. Yeah. Um, I would say most people are checked out. Yeah. It should be a Heisman voting. Right. You know how the Heisman's voted? Yeah. You pick three out of out of the four or five candidates. Yeah, and you rank them. And it's weighted. Yeah. So like if number I number one gets Vince three Young, points. Yeah, Vince Young's, you know, number one, he gets three. Mm-hmm. And so on. And so three gets one, two gets two. Right. And so uh you should it's cause it's there's always a, a lot of touch points until a new customer or a new lead becomes a new lead. Yes. From interested to new lead or from targeted to new lead, whatever you want to call it. So what I was saying to you with y'all stuff is how do y'all take that information? And you should try to get it. If you can get it in two ways, verbally for like a dentistry, mm-hmm. see if you can get them, uh, the secretary to ask mm-hmm. when they call in or when they come in. And then on this, on the sheet or on the online form you have, you can use type form and I think a lot of the form uh, app companies do this, you can have it randomize the answers. 
Yeah. Because what we tend to do is people tend to float by that because it's like, that's marketing. It's not about me. I don't give a shit. Yeah. So how'd you hear about us? If you have 10 different things on there and the first things Google add, they might just click on that because it's the first thing. Just to Yeah. And probably limit those 10 things. You know, that seems like a lot. Yeah. And get it down to like five. Right. Right. Uh, the uh, What is it? Uh, too much choice uh, can overwhelm people. Yes. I call it the brew, uh, the craft beer kind of menu. Oh, God. You have too many beers on the menu, and you go, oh. Can I get a Miller Lite? We don't have that. Well, yeah, and you're like, There's, oh, okay. we got 100 beers here. And you go, uh, and you have to read this chalkboard. And we got Amstel. It's kind of like the same. <laughs> All right, well, I'm the douchebag, I guess, who's going to drink the Amstel. Right, and then, but mm. you can't, the problem is you're not turning around those customers fast enough. And yeah. people don't realize that. So thanks a lot, John Taffer, for that tip. Thanks, John. What about my sweat equity? Hit us up on iTunes. Sweat equity. 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 Sweat equity.